For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's put last season to bed, and I thought that you did the best job of summing up how things went last year uh, when you said after the Washington game that, look, we, we dominate situations that are hard, but we don't necessarily dominate situations that, that win us ball games consistently enough. And I thought that was, you know, for better or for worse, a perfect way to sum up how things went last year. You know, a few months removed, how do you sum up last year, and what are some of the lessons that you hope this team learns from it? Yeah, no, I mean, kind of taking myself back in time right now, thinking about what, how we've structured this offseason. Um, we've been very clear this year about what the mission is, being, you know, the Pac-12 championship, being, being first win in the North, Pac-12 championship, and then the Rose Bowl, knowing that those are all controllables, you know, knowing those are all in our control. Um, it, since I've been here, I'm going to my fourth year, I've kind of seen high expectations for seasons and not so high expectations. And then, you know what I'm saying? I've kind of seen both sides of the story. And for this offseason, I remember, um, you know, before last season, there was, there was quite a bit of uh, expectations with J.J., as there should be with him and, and Caden and Trent. Guys have been there for a long time. And this offseason, I've really kind of seen it as, you know, getting guys to buy experience by working hard before they ever get to that moment. You know, we got Mike Wilson, we got Connor Weddington, Sammy Fahoku, you know, Scooter Harrington, and and Colby Parkinson, and Osiris St. Brown, you know, without naming some other studs that are coming up too. So that's five, six guys deep um, who all are going to have to be ready to be a star in any given game. Coach uh, Shaw brought up a great point a couple days ago talking to Palo Alto and, and Coach and Colby about like, hey, we could actually be more effective if nobody knows who we're going to pull the trigger with. You know, I think a lot of people knew we were going they knew who we were going to pull the trigger with last year, but not really because we had Colby and and, uh, um, and Kate and up the seams and then Trent and JJ. But I think this group is a more versatile group. I think they work extremely hard, they listen well, and they communicate really well. I think... Um, we have a chance to be a versatile group in terms of expecting yards after catch, expecting to be a little different than like orthodox, you know, um, uh, you know, just basic, you know, big time play action and stuff like that. We have a chance to to really kind of show a different side of Stanford, but still we got to run the ball well. It's part of the tradition. It's been here for so long. I love running the football well. I rather. You know, I you were out there talking with uh, Coach Shaw about Andrew Luck's best game is getting the right run checks. And to be honest, I kind of adopted that mentality. Like, I thought that was so cool. I mean, seriously, a lot of people are concerned with how they could be, you know, the best player in the country statistically. I'm just trying to be the most efficient offense in the country. And my role as part of that is trying to be the most efficient quarterback. But how I'm going to do that? Developing the guys around me, communicating with the guys around me, trying to get everybody on the same page. To where I mean, Shaw says it a lot. I mean, talent really isn't isn't what wins ball games in the Pac-12. We all have quite a bit of talent, um, and so kind of bridging that gap is has been the theme of this offseason. 
and um, I'm excited to get in camp and get some real live reps rolling again and see where it rolls from there. There was chatter uh, as the offseason began last year about you perhaps looking at the next level. How close did, I'm sure it was a thought, maybe a brief thought, I don't know. How close did you come and glad to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I love Stanford. I love this place. I mean, for me to leave, it was going to have to be something that's not like I, I was really just doing a constant or sorry, a simple evaluation of where I stood in the quarterback atmosphere, where I was. I thought, I thought I earned that in terms of you know what I was hearing, but it wasn't. At the end of the day, I knew that I was set out to get a Stanford degree. You know, I set out to win a Rose Bowl with my brothers, Pac-12 championship. I watched Andrew Luck growing up. I watched Carson Palmer growing up. Sanchez, all the guys. I was always watching the Rose Bowl, you know, and I thought that was one of the coolest events if I could ever be a part of it. And I just felt like it was intuitive. It was just made a ton of sense for me to come back, regardless of anybody else's expectations. I um, I just wanted to play more football with the guys um, at Stanford, you know. And I've loved school. I've developed a ton personally um, outside of football, you know, and and that's something that I take very serious. And um, I'm happy. Very happy of the decision I made. Yeah, you, you watch some athletes do what they do, and you see the passion, you see the talent, sure, but you're sometimes you're not exactly sure whether they actually like doing what they do. They're just out there doing it because they have to. I don't get that sense with you. I, I, I have a feeling that you like playing quarterback. You like all the things that, that being a quarterback entails. You like talking to us in the media, which we certainly appreciate. You, you like the all-around duties that being a quarterback yeah. is, is all about. Uh, how does that help you in your day-to-day approach uh, to, to, how you, uh, to, how, to how you take things? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I Coach Shaw told me early on, quarterback, being a quarterback, being a good quarterback is a lifestyle. I mean, everything you do, you can't just have a high standard in, in the locker room and in front of your boys and then go out there and do something totally different in your social scene or, or with your family or with your friends. Um, so that's something a lot of people, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the measurement of the sacrifice you're willing to make. And, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, I played football for 15 years. I played sports previously to that for 10, and the past five really only football. But, like, the day that it doesn't become fun to me, you know what I'm saying, I would stop playing. I mean, and it's funny because, you know, early on a lot of people talked about fire, my fire, emotion, whatever, and I've learned a lot with Coach Pritchard about, you know, turning that emotion and that fire, guiding it into passion. Therefore, it's like it's, it's controlled emotion to where you're, you're guiding it towards what you love to do. And um, I feel like I just simply hearing that and uh, with Coach Pritchard freshman year, took that to school. I took that to how I acted with my friends, my family, you know, the, the one, my little baby cousins, the close ones. Like, I just, I really try and literally approach every facet of my life the same way. And football has worked. I've gotten better at football because of that, and hopefully I can all around become a better person. So what is K.J. Costello like off the field when he is not in the quarterback room, when he's not on the field, on the practice field, on game day? What's he like away from it all? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, other people could probably tell you better than I could just because I'm not a huge fan of talking about oneself. But, I mean, I like to hear everybody's story, you know? Like, I feel like... 
I spend a lot of my time meeting a lot of cool people, and I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't ask them. They're constantly asking me questions about season ball, and I pretty quickly spin it back to them trying to learn about them. Like, along this time, you know, I've been 22 years old, been playing for a long time, you know, so I'm trying to learn about all the people along the way. You know, I'm, a, I'm just another, you know what I'm saying, human being as well. And so, you know, I've, I've developed a lot of good friends along the way. Um, yes, a lot of them have been in, in uh, conjunction with football, teammates, etc., but also a lot outside, a lot of students at Stanford. You know, I mean, some of my really close friends are not athletes at Stanford, and um, that's been, uh, it's been pretty cool to develop that facet. A couple last questions for you. Obviously, a lot of folks, when they look at Stanford and try to figure out where they're going to finish, how things are going to go, they look at the schedule and they see, you know, Northwestern at USC, at Central Florida, Oregon in the first month, you know, Washington looming off in the distance, you know, Notre Dame coming. They make a lot of the schedule. How much do you make uh, of the opponents in the slate uh, for Stanford this fall? Uh, I mean, to be completely honest, like, this might just be conditioned into me <laughs> by coaches, but like we are so worried about ourselves in terms of how we're preparing and developing because I mean, in one week, like these coaches prepare me so well for what the other team is likely to do that my performance is tied to, to how much we can develop now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't you can't worry about Northwest. I, I talked to Coach Pritchard about turning on Northwestern tape. He said, no, 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 it's too early. Keep going, keep developing the guys we got. You know what I'm saying? Get them ready to go run the basic fundamentals at ease. Um, and from, from that point on, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll slowly figure out the rest. Yeah, how critical is it to have a spring under your belt because last year you didn't have that spring yeah. you were on the sidelines with the injury this year you're able to take snaps and and do what you needed to do how critical is that and how how big of a factor could that play for this upcoming fall no it was great i mean i think especially with the situation right i mean we got some time on task with these guys so it's not a whole lot of surprises coming up but you know there's there's uh that spring game i would love to go team you know i would love to do a lot more teams so so we got a lot of time on task in the air without game time feel so now if we can kind of pencil that in um, I think I'm gonna I like what we're gonna see but we just got to do it you know what I'm saying anything you get prep but you got to do it and I think that's what we're gonna do in training camp all right let's wrap it up on this fill in the blank this season will be a success by your standards if blank win the north back 12 title in Rose Bowl you know and if and if college football playoff um, you know elects us to be on the uh, uh, in the final four then I'm not opposed to that <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.